Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. From the Summer Skate Studios, this is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Tonight's show is brought to you by Peterson Toyota. Come to our showroom at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins and find out why we say everything cars made easy is not just an ad line, but a way of doing business. Online at petersontoyota.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Get the best in Las Vegas barbecue at our original location, 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, or at your next Allegiant Stadium event. M-Drive. You're never too old to start building lean muscle mass or help your immune system. Go to mdriveformen.com and see which of our specially designed products is for you. By Topgolf. Our all-weather facilities mean you can practice your swing or learn how to swing a golf club 12 months a year. Find any of our coast-to-coast locations at topgolf.com. Burrito Express. Six East Valley locations serving the freshest Mexican food including the all-day breakfast burrito since 1995. Metro by T-Mobile. See one of our store locations for details how to get a new 5G phone free when you switch to Metro and trade in an eligible device. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey in a world-class city. Black Bear Diners, bring your appetite as we serve up home-cooked meals with a smile at any of our uniquely styled restaurants all over the West and Midwest. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. No one does entertainment destinations better, nationwide or worldwide. And by the NCHC and NCHC.tv. Watch all of the action from the league's eight teams. Go to NCHC.tv and subscribe. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans, NCAA hockey fans. Indeed, this is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Wow, what a night. Scott Strandy joining you live from Magnus Arena tonight as the celebration has ended, but the line to get autographs continues. That may go on for the next three hours. <laughs> it's crazy here. Uh, my co-host is always Paul Hornstein out on Long Island, New York. And uh, if we lose uh, the signal shortly, Paul, it's because we're having a little power outage in Minnesota, I understand, uh, where Terry is producing for us tonight. So uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed and go as long as we can. It's, it's April. <laughs> it's Minnesota. It's still April. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a thunderstorm, apparently, and a rough one at that. So we will do our best to uh, get everything in. If we have to cut a little short, we will. But we will, uh, we will do our very best. You saw it streamed live. I was here I live. And uh, what, what a... What a great event. Um, it, you know, it's always fun anytime you win a championship, but to win the ninth, to uh, tie Michigan for the most in uh, college hockey, and uh, to do it with a great group of guys that we followed all year long, that's always uh, a really fun time. Oh, well, listen, it, 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 it's great to watch. Um, um, I know that... Uh... You know, you avoided the Gatorade bath 
on 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 Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, I mean, uh, listen, uh, good for those guys. Um. It, you know, it's 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 nice that. Uh, you know, basically in our first year that we, we, we were covering them, right, that they won a national championship, so good for them, you know. Um, good for us too, I guess. Uh, not that I want to take any credit for any of it. Um, but um, they were as good a team as there was all year. They were a young team. Um, they have a lot coming back. Um, they'll be a favorite. To go back to the Frozen Four and win another championship, um, you know. Well, that that's definitely the goal here, people. Paul. Everybody's so, been talking about it since they won the uh, championship Saturday night. It's it's ten is the number that they want. They want to be the first uh, college hockey team to reach ten national champions. Yeah, I, so I, I, I totally get that. It, enjoy this one, though, guys. There's no guarantees that the next one's going to happen next year. Well, why wouldn't they excite it? The mayor of Denver said that they could go out and break any law they wanted to. Well. <laughs> Today. Tonight. Today. Yeah, tonight. <laughs> he also told the fans that they did not mean the fans. He meant these guys, he said, you know, which I, I thought was pretty cool. I know. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, also, it was interesting to see the congresswoman uh, admit in front of this crowd that I she was that a CC graduate. Uh, that was uh, that was a lot of fun. But um, you know, it's it, it's all about the players and coaches and and uh, the staff that puts this all together. And um, I'll I'll do the shout out right now to uh, Ron uh, Nebenbauer and everybody here at Denver for allowing me to do the uh, the podcast from the press box tonight. Um, as I said, there is a line around Magnus. Uh, they had 1,500 um, posters, and the players are sitting at a table signing autographs. I got a few pictures that I'll put up later tonight. But um, you know, that, that's the fun part, Paul, is watching the kids uh, see their idols and uh, watching guys like uh, Sean uh, Behrens, who was the first one in line because they put him in numbers. So number two was uh, – the first one and to watch him sign jerseys and, and the hats and, uh, you know, posters that that's just a lot of fun. And, um, but before we get too much more into it, uh, there was, there was one person missing tonight, Paul, it was Bobby Brink. Um, well, Bobby's yeah, schedule. A little... <laughs> let, let me tell you Bobby's schedule and then you can, you can elaborate on it. But Thursday night, he got the game winning assist in overtime against Michigan. Uh, Saturday, he won the national championship. Sunday, he signed his first NHL contract. Monday, he practiced with the Flyers. And uh, tonight, Tuesday, he made his NHL debut in Washington, D.C. And uh, the Magnus crowd put the uh, the game up on the video board as people were coming in to be able to watch it. So pretty cool. Pretty cool for Bobby, even though I know he would have loved to have been here. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, um, with all due respect, right? Uh, get a chance to go play in the NHL. Sorry, um, there's not one guy in that on that in that building right now that wouldn't switch places with him in a heartbeat. Yeah, absolutely. So, 
And, and you and I have been talking about the guys that have gone to uh, the pros, signed professional contracts, and, and things like that. And there's been a bunch. There's been a bunch going into the portal. You know what I haven't heard yet, Paul? What? Other than Bobby Brink, I haven't heard any discussion of anybody else on this roster signing an ELC or uh, transferring in the portal. I haven't heard anything like that. It's just mums the word. Nobody's saying, I, I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but goodness gracious, if you can bring back a roster uh, that looks like this, and I know your seniors are gone. I realize that. But um, not a lot I'm not of them, yeah, yeah, some of them have some of them have that fifth year, which is strange, as we've been talking about uh, all week. Yeah, and, and 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 I would assume that most of them do. Um, I, I believe Cam Wright is maybe the only one that doesn't, but um, uh, and and well, Ryan Barrow played five years now. Yeah, and Ryan Barrow also. Both right, of those uh, two, I know for sure. But Cole Gutman still hasn't said anything one way or the other. Well, I, I'm sure he's talking to the team that owns his rights. Uh, that would be the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay, right. And I'm sure they're not really in any hurry. Like, go ahead. They'll go down there and play. I mean, you know, go and play. I mean, you know, uh, are you going to get better than the competition – I mean, listen. It's still it's still professional hockey. If they if they assigned him to, I don't know, whatever team is their AHL team. Um, I should I probably should know, but who cares? Um, maybe it's not the AHL, but you know, you're Denver. You're playing in the best conference in, in college hockey. Um, the last time I checked, I don't think Tampa Bay was missing too much. So why would you rush him? Yeah, exactly. And, and that may very well be the case. I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it's a different situation here. I told you a little bit last night that uh, they have nine freshmen. They've got six more coming in at least. Uh, that's a 15-man team right there between your incoming freshmen and your next year sophomore group. Plus, you got some juniors that are going to be left over. And, of course, if anybody would want to come in, uh, who wouldn't want to come in if there was a spot open to the national championship team? But um, the Pioneers are in really, really good shape uh, for a few years to come. And a lot of people have asked me, Paul, um, you know, Michigan players have signed. We've seen another one today. Uh, Brendan Brisson uh, signed with the uh, mm-hmm. uh, a tryout contract with the uh, Vegas uh, team so he'll be at Henderson Stephen Marsh will yeah. be there tomorrow night for his debut so that'll be cool um, but a lot of people have asked that and uh, that's the thing with Denver they've got draft picks but they're not high draft picks like like we saw in Michigan or Minnesota so um, there isn't a mass exodus despite the fact that they won a national championship well uh, like I said uh, you know they're, they're, they were a young team a lot of freshmen and sophomores on this team um, like let's take for example, uh, Sean Barron's. Where's he going? What's the rush? You know, um, if you're the Avalanche, you don't need to rush him into pro hockey. Let him stay. Let him stay. Let him let him play that second or maybe even a third year in college. Um, you know, eventually. 
you know, guys will be salary capped out. And so why are you in a rush to have a guy like that um, who's got to put on some weight, get a little bit bigger, get a little bit stronger? There's no reason to rush him. Now, the only – well, there's two things. The only way they would rush him is if they need him, and they clearly don't need him right now. Um, and secondly is the fact that uh, um, they're able to watch him now. <laughs> Being here at Denver, it's no, it, it's no secret that they've had – scouts here they've had their scouts and team members here whenever they could um watching them right here and they're able to have conversations with them um you know uh, as far as his development right with the coaching staff here so um that's the big thing on the teams uh i want to talk about the coaches though paul i want to give a few minutes of, of credit to them because david carl um i think i don't know if it was the governor or the mayor somebody uh, acknowledged the fact that Maybe it was the chancellor that said that he led this team with a quiet demeanor. And, uh, it, boy, it couldn't be more true. I, I haven't heard him raise his voice up the maybe four times in a practice. And you know, if you're a hockey coach, that you're usually raising your voice quite frequently. So David's got a style uh, of his very own, even at 32 years old. And I promised him I wasn't going to continue to talk about his age. So that'll be the last comment I'll make about that. <laughs> but, but anyway, um, he's been uh, just a, a really stabilizing force for for a group of talented young hockey players. Well, listen, you know, um, he, he's 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 comes from a pretty darn good coaching tree. Um, and we talk about those kinds of things all the time. Um, why, you know, uh, you know, everybody has their own style. People, um, would be surprised, uh, how, uh, about different people's coaching styles, if they actually knew, um. You know, I, I, I joke around with you sometimes and, and, and about some of the, the body language and, 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 the, uh, uh, and the facial expressions with some of the coaches that we cover. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, the players can read that. You know, there was a few times this year when Denver did not have a good game where David Carl didn't say much, but you didn't have to. You know, it was like, man, tonight's a good night to play poker with him because he's not hiding it. <laughs> yeah, you know? good point. And then um, when you go down the, the, the coaching staff and you talk about what Dallas Ferguson has meant, um, you know, they, they have a very close connection and and Tavis McMillan, what he's meant. And I think the unsung hero is the uh, the graduate assistant, who is uh, Ryan Massa, who, who's come in and um, and worked with the goaltenders. Now, you know, he, well, I shouldn't say he's a graduate assistant. He's technically a, a volunteer assistant. But, but Ryan um, spent four years training goaltenders at different levels in Colorado. So he's a Colorado kid. He's a graduate of uh, Nebraska Omaha, so uh, 
He's smart on that end of it. He's got a finance and investment banking degree. So goodness gracious, he's okay on that end too. Um, uh, and uh, go talk to him. And, and he's a Colorado native, so he's uh, you know had the opportunity to to be here. He knows what it's all about. Uh, you heard it tonight. Uh, Country roads is played again. I've made that comment since game one here that that that's really the rallying cry for for support here, and and the coaches okay. know that and. And they was, use that I, to their not, advantage as well. I don't, uh, I don't uh, get a lot of the in-game things because usually when I'm watching, I'm watching five games at a time, and I can't have the sound up on five. <laughs> games. Uh, yeah, I hear you. So, I uh, hear you. And, and the other guy that I want to give a shout out to is uh, Travis Culhane. He's the uh, director of hockey operations. And, you know, we, we visit or I visit with them quite frequently, the different uh, hockey ops guys um, at Arizona State, at Air Force, who we know is uh, Chad Demers. So those guys are really unsung heroes because they got to do all the dirty work. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of work running a college hockey program. And oh, those yeah. are the guys behind the scenes. So uh, Travis, uh, you know, we, uh, we salute you, I think is the best way to say oh, it. Oh, for sure. Without a doubt. Okay. Uh, so those are the guys. So, so let's talk a little bit about the ceremony tonight for the, for the next, oh, I don't know, 13 minutes or so. Then we'll take a break and we'll come back about some of the things that are happening, including Arizona State announcing their, their schedule. I, I've been, people have been running into me today going like, Arizona State announced their schedule already? <laughs> I'm going like, yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. I told but, you that, uh, I told you this, they, they went from being the last team to announce their <laughs> schedule to the first team. And yeah. We'll, 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 we will get into that, but uh, yeah, let's go with it. Talk don't think any, sure. don't think anybody hasn't noticed it by the way too um uh big roar for cole gutman uh you and i have talked about this all year long um cole really had uh, a challenging job coming off of last year and the expectation that word that's been tossed around here um all year long um to win a national championship and last year they didn't even get into the tournament and uh, it was cole's job to be the player guy, the captain, the guy to lead this team. And, man, you couldn't have found a better guy to do that because he handled himself so well all year long. So I want to start with Cole. Your thoughts on what you saw from Cole this year? Well, I mean, geez. You know, the fact is that he was the captain of a team that definitely was young and and struggled early in the season. You know, that first 10 games or so, we're, we're watching two different teams, right? One team on the road, one team at home. And, you know, we said that they have to figure it out because there were not a lot of seniors on that team. And there won't be next year either, by the way. Um, but obviously... Um, no matter what you do as a coach, it, it eventually has to come from inside. No matter how you look at it. Boy, that is a total fact. And uh, Cole Gutman was the guy. Um, I want to go down these seniors because I thought 
when it came down to crunch time, Paul, from the frozen face-off all the way to the national championship, the guys that stood out were those seniors. So, so next in line, I would say, is Ryan Barrow. Um, it had a chance. It, it wore a letter last year. Um, had a chance to leave. Actually entered the portal, came back out of the portal. Uh, wasn't sure if he wanted to come back for a fifth year. Decided to. What a great decision that was. For sure. Um, and another great kid that, that comes from a great family, and I've had a chance to interact with his, uh, his uh, parents online and his brother online a little bit. And, uh, man, what a great kid. When we finally sat down and talked, it, it's like we just want to keep talking. <laughs> so uh, Ryan Barrow scored big goals. He not only scored big goals, but he played big minutes when they needed him the most. And he, he told me flat out, he said, I like going and chasing pucks. Uh, so that's what really, I think, turned the tide in Loveland and in Boston. Well, you got to have those guys. For all you tell me that all the time. For, yeah, because you need those guys. Those are the guys that determine whether you win or lose or not. Because it doesn't matter whether you talk about the NCAA playoffs. It doesn't matter whether you're talking about uh, a high school co- a high school tournament, youth hockey, juniors, uh, the AHL, the EC. When the money is on the line. First of all, in hockey, we all know that the playoffs are a completely different animal. And this is not to knock the quote-unquote skill guys, because all these guys are good. But it takes, when you watch, say, an Olympic team, there's not a lot of quote-unquote fourth line guys on those teams even when it's you know uh, even this past year where it wasn't all NHL guys okay? when it is NHL guys when when they have World Cups when they have these kind of ter- guys have to change their games and sacrifice their games and the team that does that the best usually ends up winning because somebody's got to be the guy to go into the corners. Somebody has to be the guy to take the hit and get the puck out to the front of the net for the quote-unquote skill guys. Well, that, that just uh, was the definition of Ryan Barrow, if you ask me. Plus, he scores big goals. <laughs> so that, that doesn't hurt either. But, okay, so so the next senior I want to talk about is Kyle Mayhew. Um, man, <laughs> If there is a is there a person on this team with a better smile than Kyle Mayhew and always smiling, um, I don't know who it would be. But uh, I've had a chance to visit with Kyle multiple times this year, and uh, man, just so proud of uh, the way that he worked at five seven, one hundred and fifty eight pounds, and uh, still uh, was a force on the uh, defensive side of things. So, um, man. Kyle Mayhew, uh, the senior out of Anaheim Hills, uh, probably not going to play any professional hockey. This might be the end of the road for Kyle, but man, oh man, you want to talk about a great college player? He was a great college player. Well, that's, you know, he was the only senior in the defense corps. And, you know, even 
with guys that are the high-end talents like a Shai Bouillon, okay, or, or, or a Mike Benning, or an Antti Tunmisto. I, I wanted to get those guys in since we already talked about Sean Barron's. Yeah, nice job. Okay. Appreciate Thank that. You. Um, you know, um, Mayhew and, and, and a guy like Justin Lee and, and the other guys in there, and th you know, these guys, uh, they're still counted on to be leaders because they've been through it. They, they've been through the battles especially in the conference. And, you know, Mayu has been in the NCAA tournament. Barrow was in the NCAA tournament. Same thing with Gutman. Those guys are the only ones that knew. Okay, so let me jump to the next senior. There's two left, folks, so I promise we'll get to something else here in a minute. But um, Brett Stapley, to me, is the guy that came on as another one of those quote-unquote grinders. And that's not to say that he doesn't have skill. Brett's got a lot of skill. Um, funny story. Uh, as the celebration was going on in the ice in, uh, at TD Gardens in Boston, he comes up, puts his arm around me, he goes, you can take all the pictures you want, but I get to pick which one to use. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't look very good in your pictures. Oh, and I said, man. Brett, Brett, you're, you're just Brett, but this was happening during the during the celebration i said i can only work with what i have <laughs> he said yeah i'm yeah, giving well, you crap <laughs> that's all right that's why i tell you to keep the beard and don't shave it <laughs> yeah that's gone tomorrow by the way uh <laughs> anyway uh, so the play of, of brett stapley he he had some penalties this year that uh i'm sure he's not proud of uh there were frustration penalties but you know what he did he bounced right back and made a difference and he knew that when he took a bad penalty, he had to make up for it, and he usually did. Well, listen, um, that's what you got to do, right? You, you you make a mistake, you got to come back from it. I mean, this is this is not news. I'm not sitting here and trying to make it sound like you know I'm I'm dishing out this great inside knowledge because I'm not. Okay. Um, but you have to, you know, it's like a closer in baseball. You gotta be able to forget what just happened, play again, you know, and go out and do what you gotta do. Yep. And, uh, and, we saw, and, I'm sorry. I, I thought you were done. No, I, you, you do what you gotta do. And, um, so the worst thing you can do is actually try too hard to make up for the mistake because then you make more mistakes. So being a senior, he's got that experience to be like, I'd have to calm it down. So. Yeah, 100% uh, facts on that part of it. And by the way, they're putting the uh, glass back up, and if they finish before we're done in an hour, <laughs> I'm going to be shocked, but they might. They might very well get all the glass back up before I'm finished. Um, anyway, uh, last but not least, uh, you know you know my uh, – um, I don't know what the right word is. Cameron Wright have become, and I have become really good friends because he's always available – all the time and uh cam again tonight we're gonna sit down they uh they promised me to sit down with him to to wrap the season up because he paul is the uh, and i've told you this and i've said it on the air um 
he is the epitome of the 2021-22 uh, hockey season, whether it's Denver or wherever else. Uh, he used the transfer portal to get another year. He came to a program, uh, and I've said this before, but it's worth repeating. He came to this program, was highly vetted. I mean, they vetted him like, I mean, they want to know everything about this kid. Uh, and he was the only uh, kid that came out of the portal um, and and got a roster spot. And he filled the roster spot perfectly. David Carl put him with two freshmen. Uh, he was with them pretty much the entire year. Um, you talk about an experience. That was an experience. And if you ask Cam, he says the same thing. It was an experience for him, something that he really enjoyed because it, you know, I'm not going to say he's a hundred years old, but he, he felt younger. He told me because he was playing with those freshmen and um, oh. man, what a leader that, I mean, and, and to be able to be the guy that was the first here uh, in June to start passing his, uh, his physical tests and working with the trainers to be in the last guy to score a goal in the 2021, 22 uh, season for the pioneers that just epitomizes exactly how you use the transfer portal 100%. Well, listen, I, I, I will sit here and, and, and say to you that uh, um, when, when you – I have seen many an instance in sports, whether it was hockey or other sports and, uh, and even things that are tangential to sports um, that – you know, you get that sometimes you get that change of scenery. And I know that that sometimes uh, when I go to work, uh, there are definitely moments that I get cranky. But there's also a lot of moments where because I'm around a lot of energy with some of the kids, most of it good. It makes me feel younger it makes me energized uh actually if i only had to deal with the kids and didn't have to deal with bosses i'd be much better <laughs> off but. you and me both oh, goodness gracious oh. yeah well uh, cam's gonna sit down with me it's gonna be a, a little bit longer feature we have a lot to talk about a lot to share um man i'm just telling you what a good kid i joke with them all the time i did it again tonight i said so have you become funny yet in the locker room he says no nah, i'm still serious <laughs> he said that's not my game <laughs> anyway nah, listen, uh, once um, again there are roles right you have the guys yeah. that are the quiet kind of reserved kind of laid back guys in the in, in the locker room you have the guys that are very intense and, you know, it's just like any other group. You have the class clowns, right? You have the guys that are the, the always dealing with the one-liners and the jokes and keeping guys loose because you need the mix. Yep, absolutely. You need, the, you need the mix as much off the ice as you need the mix on the ice. Okay, so, so as you mentioned, that leaves uh, a very young roster coming back. We're looking at... One, two, three. I'm doing this uh, four, five, um, five juniors. 
Yeah, five juniors who will be seniors next year, and I don't see any of them leaving. Uh, the only one I could I could see maybe leaving next year might or before next year would be Carter Savoy, depending on what uh, the deal is with um, with Edmonton. But right now, I I don't know if there's going to be any more defections off this team. I think they like it here. I think they want to be pioneers for at least another year, and um, you know. It, I think David Carl would welcome all of those juniors back on the roster and they'll play big roles. I maybe had uh, one too. Yeah. I maybe had one too many. I had Bobby Brink on there. I think uh, uh, right. either way. I mean, so. uh, anyway, it's not a lot. It, no. it, it's, it's a good balance. And like I said, nine freshmen uh, that'll be sophomores and then six, at least six more freshmen that I know of that are coming in next year. So, um, the pioneers are in good hands and, uh, with David Carl at the helm, um, don't be surprised if they're back in the tournament. Don't be surprised if they get another shot at winning one. And we know that they're nine and three in championship games. That's a pretty good record. So, uh, um, it, it's going to be interesting to see if he can actually be the first program to get to 10 national championships the guys in north dakota will want to have something to say about that i'm sure the uh the michigan folks will want to have something to say about that um and, and a bunch of other teams but anyway um let, let's wrap up that part of the show we'll take a quick break we'll come back in about three four minutes and we'll start talking about some of the teams that are leaving and we'll talk about that interesting schedule that belongs to the arizona state sun Devils in about three minutes we'll be right okay. back more than 140 live games from the nation's best college hockey conference. Ready for you, wherever you are, however you want to watch. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. On your phone, tablet, or stream to your TV. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player, or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available, too, for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates. You can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com.
At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, indeed it is. Welcome back in, hockey fans, to College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Stranding, you, Strandy joining you. How about that? From uh, beautiful Magnus Arena as they continue to put things back together here. They will probably finish it uh, before we finish in the next uh, 23 minutes. Uh, that's how good this crew is. Um, my co-host is always Paul Hornstein from about 10 feet below sea level where I hope it's not raining and flooding you. Uh, <laughs> back in the, back on, New, on Long Island in New York. Um, no, it's not. It was actually a pretty nice day, uh, at least a pretty nice afternoon. Who the heck knows there's going to be tomorrow, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Well, there was actual snowflakes this morning again here in oh. Denver. This hitting the windshield, but that was about it. It didn't last long. Um, anyway, so we got a chance to talk Pioneer Hockey for the first half of the show. Now we're into the second half, and uh, I think it was shocking news to everybody in NCAA hockey that Arizona State decided to announce their full schedule uh, as of Monday, right? Yeah, it's weird. I, I Honestly, I thought they released it a little bit at a time. I thought they might do something like a month at a time, once a week. Hey, this is where we're going to play in October, uh, you know, so forth and so on. Um, but uh, they did it. They, they, they're they usually one of the last teams. Yeah, we, usually, we usually have to pull teeth with Coach to get him to, to give us the schedule. Well, usually we have to go digging, right? I mean... Yeah, we released we, a schedule today. Are they playing ASU? All right, we got to fill in this date. Are they, I, <laughs> what, for whatever reason, um, they decided this year that they were going to be first instead of last, basically. So, um, well, you know, it's hard in, in April, April twelfth, to uh, to make a decision on what was going on as far as. Uh, uh, how this roster would look. I looked at it. I looked at it. I looked at it again. I looked at it again. I looked at it multiple more times. And then I talked with some people today here in Denver and, and they're all looking at it and they're going like, Holy crap, that is some kind of schedule. That is a big time, tough schedule. So you and I have discussed it a little bit, but I think, and I don't want to go into too many details because we are going to have coach on sometime. I know uh, I asked him to come on Sunday, but he said he would be um, out of town with his son at a hockey tournament. So he said, can I get a rain check? And I said, of course, whenever you'd like to, but uh, let's just highlight a couple of things, Paul. And you and I talked about this off the air today, Um, opening the season at Minnesota Duluth. And then a week later at Bemidji state, that is a tough road to start your season. Oh, there's listen. I mean, you want to talk about, you know, 
out of the frying pan and into the fire. I mean, I, 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 I think that I, I, it's still going to be Duluth. It's still going to be uh, Coach Sandlin and, and, and so forth and so on. But um, And, I and know they do have a goaltender left there, by the way, even though Fanti moved on. Stasco yeah, is still just, pretty darn good. Yeah, I'm just, um, you know, it, it, kind of the way I, 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 I you know, if you're going to get good teams, you got to get them early. Yep. And, but the, but the, the flip side of that, Paul, is you have to be ready to get them early. Well, of course. Because if you come I into it and that. you're not at the top of your game, um, right. it's uh, going to be obviously. kind of a wash. Obviously. Um, but it is and I know, I, and I know your big thought was get to Minnesota early before oh, the yeah, snow well, hits. Yeah, get there, get there. Yeah, <laughs> let I mean, me tell, let me tell coach that I we know played it the. Matter. <laughs> we, yeah, we played the conference golf tournament in the fall, the first weekend in October, and all four years that I was at Minnesota Duluth, it snowed during the conference golf tournament, October three, four, five, depending when that weekend was. So be prepared, Coach. It could uh, it could snow up there. It could, uh, but I would take my chances on a uh, <laughs> better than January. A, yeah, because I mean, uh, they're going to be. They could get snow up at Clarkson in late November, before Thanksgiving. Uh, they could get some snow. Well, listen, Denver. We and they're playing two games in Denver. We all know that that changes by the. By the half hour, so yeah, we can get that in July. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, their other road trips are early December in New Hampshire. That could be a bit on the cold side. We're not even going to get into Fairbanks and and Anchorage, even though that's (laughs) February, early February. Are you kidding? March? Uh, Yeah, okay. So I, I told you about the first two weekends. I'm going to throw out a couple of highlights, and then you tell me what you think of them. Um, they'll open the new uh, – what are we calling it now? Is there a name it's yet? Still the, no, it's still the okay. multi-purpose arena. They have not Still yet. the multi-purpose arena. They'll open it on uh, Friday, October 14th against Colgate. The ASU It'll be two game. multi-purpose arena. Oh, yeah. Good. I'm glad you got that in there because the I heard rumors. multi-purpose arena. Okay, thanks for clarifying. Uh, so Colgate will be the first collegiate team to play in there against ASU. Um, that's interesting. Um, the next weekend, though, that's when it gets interesting for me because that's the Colorado Colorado College Tigers and Chris Mayotte making a trip to Tempe um, for that series. So I expect right. that to be a really good series, to be honest with you. Should be. Should be. Then, then the other highlight is the next weekend on a Saturday night, they're going to play North Dakota, not in Grand Forks as not it in says. Grand Forks, correct? No, not in Grand Forks as the schedule says, but in Vegas at T-Mobile Arena. How much fun is that one going to be? Well, I hope it's a lot of fun, and you know I've said it before. Um, there's going to be a lot of green and white there, but there's a lot of ASU alums in 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 Vegas and in the surrounding area. So let's go people. Let's, 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 let's make sure there's a nice chunk of something other than green and white in that building. Uh, I, I, yep. I, do I expect it? To, do I expect them to be outnumbered? No, but you gotta, 
get five to seven thousand maroon and gold people there. You, you can't be uh, 15,000 green and white folks. You just can't. You know, yeah, this is I'm not going you. to. There'll be 10, though. I'll let me guarantee you there'll be 10. I would take that. <laughs> uh, if you tell me 10-7, I'll take that. Yeah, well, I didn't say the other part was seven. I just said there'll be 10. There'll be at least 10 from uh, from North Dakota. Okay, uh, you and I talked about the importance of them winning the battle of the independence. Uh, 12 or 14, what did we come up with? What's the number of games well, against independence? It's not the independence, okay? It's not. It's not just the independence. I'm, with all due respect, and I, I love Rico Blasi, but his team's not there yet. Oh, True. Okay, okay, so that you counted those two against St. Thomas. Yeah, those four. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Okay, now will they be better than they were this year as their first year in a, as a program? Oh, count will. on it. Count on it. Of course they will. But you know that Rico Blasi's not going to. Okay, but it's still a building process. You know, it's still a team. And you get them at scratch. home. And you get them at home. Okay. Um, you, you have to win those games, okay? It no disrespect to our, our buddy Rick Zombo, but ASU has to win those games too. You're playing those guys at home. You have to win those games. Yeah, totally agree with you. So and, some and other that, highlights, some other highlights to make sure you put on your calendar, yes. Thanksgiving weekend. The Minnesota Golden Gophers. Paul's going to be there for that, he told me. I wish. <laughs> he well, doesn't want to miss maroon and gold against maroon and gold. Well, we'll we no? have that discussion in a few weeks. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Minnesota's coming. Then, uh, the uh, as you before mentioned, the, uh, the Sun Devils will travel here to Magnus and will play Denver the first weekend in December. Um, they get Boston College coming to the desert and then the desert hockey classic returns. And this one, Paul, I think is going to be a lot of fun. I told you fireworks. I, I like this. When I, saw it. I like this. Um, you have a very good mix of teams. Um, you have BU air force and Michigan tech, which is uh, uh, another discussion for another day, but there's a rivalry going on there. I, it's a fierce one. They're, yeah, considering how little they played, yeah. Um, um, but it's a it's a good good mix, you know. Um, and you know that's uh, you know, and, and hopefully you can get there for our buddy the Czar. And, yeah. So uh, so Boston, you will be there. Air Force, yeah. Michigan Tech, as you said, it's the sixth and seventh of January. Be you will, will have a new coach. Yep. Um, he said BU, folks, not DU, so don't panic. BU, BU. I, I, know, I know the talk radio people today had David Carl on here in Denver, and we're already trying to push him to the NHL. Let him play. Ridiculous. Let him coach for a little while here, will you, folks? You don't need to push him right now. Um, so, so the Desert Classic is back. It'll be really good because it'll be held in their own building this time. Yes, it'll be held in and the it, ASU and, building. And it should be sold out, I would hope. Yeah, well, you would think, because um, I guarantee you, um, you, you will you will get BU and Michigan Tech people to travel. 
right after the first of the year? Of course they will. <laughs> they may just be down there for the whole holiday. They might be. The point being, of course, is um, especially, I mean, if you're in that UP, I mean, crying out loud. I got a chance. To get it, get out when you can. <laughs> okay, so I, before that, though, uh, I think this is is worth noting. Boston College is going to play there on December 30th and New Year's Eve. That should be a very interesting uh, series as well and, and a fun time. So, so the holidays, both Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, all three of those holidays will have uh, hockey surrounding it in Tempe at the new multipurpose uh, arena. So that'll be interesting. Here's where things really get going, though, Paul. December, the first weekend in December, they're going to play Denver, the national champions. Right. Guess who they're going to play the second weekend of January? Uh, The runners-up. That would be be (laughs) the Mavericks uh, without Dryden, okay? Yeah. At Minnesota State. Coming to – No, 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 no. No, no. no, no. I'm sorry. Minnesota State coming to Tempe opposite of where they went last year about the same time. Or this yeah, past season, much smarter on Minnesota State's part. So, so here's what I see: following that Minnesota State series, a lot like this year, they have RIT at home, they have St. Thomas home. at, home. at they home, they go to Fairbanks, they have yep. Lindenwood at home, yep. they get Fairbanks at home, they go to Anchorage, they get Long Island at home. Mm-hmm. If you look at that, that's two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. 14 games to close the season out, which they should be favorites. Am I right? That is correct. So the goal for for Arizona State, as we sit right here on April 12th. 13 and 1. Yeah. They they need to come into this thing and uh, put themselves in good position because like what happened to them last year, it messed up their opportunity. They wouldn't have gotten in anyway probably this year, but they – they messed up their opportunity when they uh, got in a bad position and lost at Minnesota State, and then and then didn't do very yeah, well of closing out the rest of the year. Yeah, so. right. Am I right there? Yeah, they they struggled. There's no doubt, uh, without a doubt. Um, and I don't think they're done making off-season news. Uh, hmm. Interesting. You know something I don't know? I don't know. Oh. Just, he doesn't know, folks, but he'll let you know when he does know. Yeah, I'll let you know when <laughs> I do know. Um, well, because, you know, I mean, we, 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 we're still waiting to see who officially gets brought in and who doesn't. Yeah, it, um, it's going to be interesting. One thing I do know, and I told you this off the air, is that it's going to be um, – a coming together party. Can I use that phrase? Uh, at the start of the year, it's going to have to start in June uh, when they yeah, start meeting with Leanne Blinn and start doing their workouts. They're, they're going to have to start. Team too. They're going to yeah, be young. And very young. I don't know if they have a senior except Demetrius Kumanzis. Might be I'm the only one. Sure, that he's going to be the only. Well, at least at the moment, the only uh, senior on the roster. Um, but you you got some team building to do after you lost all the players that you lost this year. How many did they have? Almost ten, right? It might have been more. I mean, ten that graduated with everybody. Well, let's see. Uh, 
while you One, while you count, uh, I will continue to say that that push because those well, had one, last two, three, four, five, six, six graduate students on the roster. Okay. And, a, a and how many true seniors senior that left? A, a redshirt senior in Chris Grando, who's gone. Um, one of them who went into the portal. You know, and another one who graduated. All right. And the only one that's coming back, it would appear, is Demetrius Kumanzis. Okay. Um, you'll have a couple of seniors on the team. You know, as of right now, you'll have uh, uh, Ben Cross as a senior. Okay. Um, you'll have uh, uh, Samick and Judson as seniors. Okay, of the guys that, that were regulars in the lineup. And that's it. That's yep, it's it. going to be a, a young team that's going to have to bond together quickly, um, and uh, and we'll see what they can do. But here, here's the other thing with these last seven weekends of, of action. Other than RIT and possibly Fairbanks, but we already know that Fairbanks has lost a lot of players, Who who's going to help you pairwise the last 14 weeks? Well, Nobody. What you, well, what you can't do is lose those games. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, you're not going to be able to make a lot of headway other than having wins against well, NCAA you still have teams. To you still have to win. Yeah, exactly. But what I'm saying is it, it's not going to be like if you put yourself in a precarious position, it, it's not like you're having a chance to upset um, Denver or North Dakota, or any of those teams at the end of the year. You're going to have to get yourself in no, shape no right doubt. away. There's, there's and then no you're going to have to then you're going to have to close it with a nice run of 13 and one, like you said, or 14 and L to close the season and then hope that that's enough. And and we both know that, that with this uh, fifth year thing and with the the COVID thing, it's really, really hard to, uh, to get into the national tournament for the next couple of years as an independent, because there are no auto bids for you. Well, once again, that's another show. Um, the realignment chatter has started already. Has um, to. It has to start. Because, like I said, and I've said that we might get more than one over the next three to five years. Um, more than one realignment? Yeah. Yeah. The, well, the, that's probably what's going to happen. I would be against it. I would say just wait and do one. But the next decade is going to be interesting. You know, Realignment's well, not cheap. So, no, it's not, and I don't. Um, and, and I think whatever is going to happen, and it, like I said, it might happen twice in the next five years. Yeah, that's uh, that that's good in the long run, bad in the short run. Well, is it because if there is a realignment, that means that um, you've had a couple teams jump uh, that are in the western part of the country. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing, and you you hope you don't lose anybody, but uh, that's always an issue because of the the cost. Well, and... it is true, but once again, if 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 with if you get the realignment, and you know we're 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 seeing it more than idle chatter about certain things, 
Um, and, and just so happens. you know, they finished putting all the glass back up, and they're off the ice. So if the lights go out on me, um, I might be the last one here yeah, in the next four done. minutes. We're almost done, so. So they are, they are done, though. <laughs> well, yeah, well. <laughs> anyway, um, so anything to talk about on guys that made the move? We know Owen Power went. We know uh, Brendan Brisson. We know uh, Matty Beneers. Um, still no real word on Minnesota. And, and the thing with Minnesota is there's a lot of guys that are up in the air. I think Jess Myers put out a thing that said there was like seven guys that hadn't made a decision on whether they were going to go on the portal, come back, or turn pro. Well, the only thing we know of for sure right now in terms of the Big Ten is Michigan State will be looking for a new coach. Yeah. So. <laughs> that That's for another show, too. <laughs> right. I mean, um, you know, Michigan's going to lose players, but they'll just reload. Now, whether they will be this good, who knows? Um we don't want to talk about that other maroon and gold team, but so far they haven't really lost anybody. No, Brock Faber decided to come back. I, I don't know if you saw the tweet today about Brock Faber, but he was supposedly okay. offered a, a roster spot with the Kings and right. uh, was going to make his debut on Sunday, and he said no. <laughs> you know, um, oh, Kings. Oh, goodness. That, that's not Smith. good for you because you got seven guys on the uh, on the injured list right now. And you're trying to make a run into the playoffs. That would that would be the exception to the rule because usually guys don't give up roster spots in the NHL. No. Uh, okay, so let's wrap it up before uh, we run out of power in Minnesota and they turn the lights on me here in Denver. Um, I've never done that already. <laughs> Once again, I appreciate the opportunity to be here at Magnus Arena tonight for not only the celebration, but to be able to do this show and be around uh, a lot of first-class people. It's, it's just been a lot of fun all year. So this officially puts a close on the uh, the season for us. You and I are going to be back though tomorrow night, or at least I am. I, don't, I haven't asked you if you'll come back yet, but um, we're going to talk about uh, a couple of things. We're going to talk about our additions uh, to our uh, coverage for next year and a little bit of a name change not much just a little um but we'll, we'll bring that to you tomorrow night at 7 30 p.m mountain time um paul anything to close with other than a good luck to bobby brink as he continues his college career his uh, professional career yes i wish bobby brink a lot of luck i don't wish the team he's playing for a lot of luck <laughs> i asked him if he'd send you a t-shirt an orange and yeah. black one um i don't know <laughs> Does it say Denver on it? Because otherwise, no, I'm good. Uh, I love it. Okay, so uh, take it away, my friend. It's uh, it's time to go. Is it really? Oh, wow, that went fast. Okay. College Hockey Southwest Weekly from the Summer Skate Studio has been brought to you by Burrito Express. Our family recipes to your table, the place in the East Valley for great taste and great value. Top Golf. Our one-of-a-kind experiences bring your gathering to another level. Go to topgolf.com and plan your outing today. Peterson Toyota, serving the Fort Collins, Loveland, and Windsor area since 1968 at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins or at petersontoyota.com. Metro by T-Mobile. Get 5G access with every Metro plan at no extra cost. The NCHC and nchc.tv. History, Blue Bloods, Upstarts, the NCHC has it. 
and nchc.tv has you covered. Go to nchc.tv and subscribe. Black Bear Diners, whether it's our Friday fish fry or prime rib specials on Friday and Saturday nights, you'll always feel like you're at home. Find your location at blackbeardiner.com. UNLV Hockey, ACHA D1 Hockey, professional atmosphere and a world-class education. Caesars Resorts and Casinos, an iconic vacation awaits you no matter which Caesars Resort you make your destination. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Come and get our slow-smoked ribs or pulled pork or any of our award-winning tastes at all Allegiant Stadium events or at our restaurant at 5611 South Valley Boulevard in Las Vegas. And by M-Drive. Refine your drive and don't let age beat you. Go to mdriveformen.com and get started today. College Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. Very well done, as usual, my friend. We will say goodnight with little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, De Niro. But before that, congratulations one more time to the Denver Pioneers, the 2022 NCAA national champions, um, number nine. So Michigan and Denver and all the two teams tied with the most national championships. And a big shout-out to everybody here at Magnus Arena for allowing me to stay late and uh, do the podcast directly from the press box. Uh, Thank you for that, and thank you for uh, the boss there in Minnesota figuring it out. Yeah, Uh, exactly. Uh, That's uh, probably the hardest part, so we appreciate that as well. So I just want to All right, we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. De Niro, goodnight, everybody. Good night.